This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome, everyone, to Daily Distraction. Daily in quotes, because I don't know if we're going to do this. Well, we're not doing this every day. But we are here on a Friday after our typical show on Thursdays. If you miss yesterday's shows, watch it. Why, why aren't you watching this show? Um, or listening to it on your your favorite podcast platform. As we announced on yesterday's show, we are doing shows Monday, Tuesday, our typical Thursday show, and Friday. Because we don't have anything better else to do right now, do we, Joe? No, we definitely don't. I mean, I'm on draft 12 of the uh, WrestleMania features, so I'd much rather be doing a tournament bracket for saying that means nothing personally. (laughs) So yeah, I'm happy to be here. It's a historic day, Jeremy. I'm very excited. Uh, I am Jeremy Lambert, joined as always by Joe Holbert. This is The Distraction. We do a typical show every Thursday, but with everything going on, as mentioned, we're we're doing daily shows. We're going to have guests on. We're just going to review some old wrestling, some Stan Hansen that Joe is very excited about to talk about Stan Hansen. And we're if you have any ideas you want to pitch us, feel free to slide into Joe's DMs and we will, we will hear it out because we were just flying as... Joe, I mentioned on the very first show that the business has changed. You know what yes. else changes a lot in wrestling? No. Plans. Oh, Plans change yeah. in wrestling, Joe. They do, yeah. <laughs> and you can subscribe to find that stuff out. I mean, that's not my that's not my that's not my area of expertise, but you are correct. <laughs> they definitely change a lot. So plans can always change with this show. We are we're going on a whim pretty much here. And we appreciate everybody listening tuning in sending us nice messages again we we're grateful that we are able to provide this sort of distraction during these times and like i will say from here on out i hope everybody is staying safe out there i know they just locked down california and that's not the best thing in the world right now and it could happen in other states i know i think it's happened in other countries as well so Everyone stay safe. Be as safe as you can during these times. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's it's odd, man. It's super odd. But again, that's not that's not our uh, that's not our point to stress. But yeah, it's really strange times. Joe, as mentioned on yesterday's broadcast, the WWE March Madness bracket. This was your idea, as most of these ideas are on this show. Very half baked, very last minute, but yes. we somehow make it work. Yeah, I think we should be clear up top here. I've definitely forgotten people. Uh, the graphic probably has some kind of mistypes, some spelling errors, I'm not sure. But we're here and we're trying our best, right? I haven't got a cool name for this. I believe I emailed it to you as Fed Filth, which was my working title. But March Madness WWE edition is just fine for now, you know? We haven't got anything better, so. The NCAA is going to send us a cease and desist for using mm. March Madness, I'm sure. They've got nothing else to do, so they might as well get money from someone, right? They're going to just Google March Madness and see all these uh, sites that use their, their phrase. I don't even know if they have a trademark on it, but I'm sure they do. Um, we're going to put the graphics up on the screen, but essentially how this is going to work is we have four different regions. It's just strictly WWE because they have a lot of people under contract. So it was easy to do a 
just WWE bracket. If this works well, we, we might extend this to elsewhere in the world of wrestling. But we have four regions. We have the women's region, the NXT region, the Raw region, and the SmackDown region. Joe, tell the people how they are seated. Well, this is in... If professional wrestling was a real sport, Jeremy. Uh, this is, is kind of the rankings. You know, Yeah, it is. You're right. <laughs> Seeing as wrestling is real sport, this is kind of the rankings. So... Do not get mad at me that Natalia is higher ranked, higher seeded than Bianca Belair, okay? I don't think she's better. I simply think the bookies, the bookmakers, Jeremy, would have Natalia as a slight favourite in that particular matchup. That's how it's done, and I will repeat this because it's going to get controversial. I have altered no matchups for the sake of my favourite wrestlers having <laughs> swift routes to the final. There is one that is very funny, and we'll get to that at some point. But yeah, that's how it is seeded. Look, Joe is a fair man. He was the only person on the tournament committee, so if you do yes. have complaints, it is all his fault. Like, <laughs> yes, 100%. Yeah. He, yeah. he is a fair man, so so take his word for this. How this is going to work is we are going to have a – I think we're going to do a Twitter poll. We're going to do Twitter polls throughout the weekend. You can vote on – we're going to vote on overall performer. So vote for the person who you believe is – is the best overall performer that can take that however you want. It's wrestling. Yes. The majority of it is subjective. But if you value in-ring work more, then then vote for your favorite in-ring worker. If you value promo work more, vote for that. But we're trying to find best overall. So all-encompassing in-ring work, promo work, how they – star power, charisma, however yep. you want – however you define performer essentially. Yeah, I think one way to look at it is both from on the draft board and you're building a roster, right? Like, which one are you more likely to take first? I think that's that's quite a simple word there. But yeah, whatever you perceive to be the the priorities of a performer, that will probably guide your decisions. This is my favorite thing to do in basketball, by the way, as far as like, who would you start building a team around? My, yeah, exactly. my friend and I are doing like, well, who would you rather build your team around? Draymond Green or Eric Bledsoe? I'm like, ooh, probably Draymond. But yeah, you got to get yeah. the right pieces around him more. But yeah, you sure I, do. <laughs> <laughs> you basically need the two of the greatest shooters of all time, and then yeah. you, a team with Draymond is really good. But I like I like that um, qualifier, I guess. Of if you're starting a, a federation, if you're starting a brand, who would you rather have? I like that how you put that. Okay, well, I'm not good for something, Jeremy. You know, I mean, I, I'm prepared for this. I should have some good uh, insight. I've built the bracket, but again, that could get me in a lot of hot water. So yes, continue. Yeah. The the first poll will go up um, shortly after this airs, maybe while this airs. And again, they're gonna run all throughout the weekend. Tuesday, we will break down the first round, preview the second round, and, and go on from there because. On Monday, we'll be joined by Ricky Starks, former NWA television champion. And he, I mean, maybe he wants to talk about our WWE March Madness <laughs> bracket, but I feel like we'll have other things to talk about with Ricky Starks. Yeah, that would be, that'd be interesting if he just came on purely to talk about our bracket. Yeah. I bet Luther would come on and just be like, yeah, let's talk about WWE March Madness. There is money in a deathmatch bracket, I think. Oh, but we need there to figure definitely out. is. Yeah, I'd need his help on that one. No, I'm not sure I can fill one out for that. <laughs> I, well, I mean, is it worth having a bracket? We know who's going to win. It's, True. It's, just a, yeah. like, it's all just a formality. Good point. Uh, maybe we should just have him, like, he just fills the whole bracket and we just go for each individual <laughs> matchup, different versions of him throughout his career. Maybe we could do that. All right, we're going to begin with the SmackDown bracket. 
Here we go. Yes. We're gonna put the we're gonna put the graphic on the screen here. Joe, I hope you have it pulled up because you can't actually see. Okay, you can't actually see the screen. <laughs> All right, but for those who are watching on YouTube, you can actually see the bracket on the screen. For those that are listening on audio, um, watch the YouTube video. No, we'll we'll have the yes. we'll have the bracket um on the, the Twitter polls as well. But for those that are watching, here you go. The SmackDown bracket. So the first round, number one seed, Roman Reigns, makes sense. Number sixteen seed, Shorty G. I can get yes. with that. This this might be closer than people think because Shorty G has a lot of online support and Roman Reigns doesn't. Yeah, I think you know, I, I think the, the number one seed is in a good position here, but let's be honest, he's drew the short straw getting a 16 like Shad Gable, right? Or Shorty G, I apologise. Um, but yeah, it felt right, uh, Jeremy, because he has been losing handicap matches every time I see him. So I assume he is no longer seen as he was when he was the King of Ring finalist, because that never happened apparently. So yes, a good matchup though, open us up, right? I thought so, I was very proud of that one. Yeah, I, I like that first round matchup. Yeah. I, I think that, that has potential to be an upset. There's potential there. I agree. I agree. Especially because, let's be honest, most people voting are not going to give any care whatsoever to our, our format here. <laughs> They're just going to say, I like Chad Gable. So, yes, I agree. Upset alert. Uh, Jeff Hardy, Sami Zayn is the 8-9 matchup. Feels like Sami's probably taking this, but Jeff Hardy's got a, he's got some support as well. This is the one that gets scheduled on like ESPN2 at the same time as a major marquee matchup. It's fine. You know, it's fine. It is what it is, but... Yeah, Jeff is a uh, Jeff is popular with people that I don't follow, so maybe he'll win it easily. I don't know. I'm t- I mean, Sammy to me is is set to win this. I feel. I I think you're doubting the the Jeff Hardy <laughs> online support. I am. Yeah, he, I am definitely. His fan base is rabid. Yeah, he. I mean, he could be a dark horse on this whole side of the bracket. To be honest, if you look at his his matchups there, Jeff. Don't doubt Jeff. He's still here. He still looks the same. Rich was the same. So who knows? Yeah. Number five seed, Braun Strowman. Number 12 seed, Drew Gulak. 12-5 is the the big upset in the March Madness tournament. Gulak has gotten hot. He's gotten hot at the right time, Joe. You know, hot goaltending, however you want to look at it. But (laughs) making – he's a guy who's going to just shoot his threes, and if they go in, what what can you do about it? And that's where Gulak feels right now. And Strowman, I have no idea what the people think of Braun Strowman. This is a matter of form, Jeremy. This is a very interesting one. We all agree Drew Gulak is very good. The question is, do we count his skill opposite Strowman's star power? I don't know, Jeremy. I'm just telling you, this is a very interesting matchup. I mean, it is interesting that about four months ago, I'm pretty certain Braun beat Drew in about 90 seconds. So, you know, this isn't a sport. I'm just keeping that in mind as I make my selection here for better performer. You know, because this isn't, believe it or not, Jeremy, this is not a total sport. You know, it's just, we pretend, we pretend to entertain each other. But yeah. This is an interesting one. Drew's hitting his stride. I don't think Drew Gulak is a 12 seed four months ago. I'm not no, even sure he gets no. in the tournament four he months ago. He doesn't. I can confirm he does not get in the tournament. Definitely not. Uh, four seed, Daniel Bryan, 13 seed, Mustafa Ali. Oh, oh that's a tough draw for Ali. Very tough draw. It is. I, I felt bad about this one because I feel Ali actually would go quite far. But he's opposite probably the best wrestler on the board. So, yeah, tough. That's a tough one, definitely. Not but only... he's, he's not on TV, right? So I couldn't seed him higher because I like the guy. He's just not around. I actually wouldn't mind Ali as a lower seed, like even like a 14 yeah. seed, because 
yeah, he's just. I feel like you, you. I'm gonna call you out on this. I, I feel like you put Mustafa Ali in a bad position here. He got, he got jobbed on this seating here. The thing I couldn't recall if he lost a lot of matches or he just vanished. And he I just didn't vanished. know which was worse. He was teaming with uh, Gable, and then they just stopped, and then Ali was just gone. Yeah, so I, I think that's better than just losing all the time. So I took that as a, I took that as a W. I put that above. I mean, yeah, you're right. I kind of screwed him here, but such is life, you know. I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm just trying to do my best for the, for the competition, you know. But you're right. There is some, there's some suspect ones, but again, the worst of those will be coming later, and you can definitely attack me for that one when we get there. Look, everyone complains about the March Madness bracket anyway, so I think it's fitting that people are going to see this and be like, I don't know about that seating there. But if you want <laughs> yeah, him to that's... go far, vote for him. It's not like these are actual games that are being played, so... <laughs> yeah, I want to stress that part of this, right? We're not, we're not sending him in to have a legitimate fight in the middle of a SmackDown ring. This is not how this is working. If you love Mustafa Ali... Feel free, vote away. I mean, it's going it's to be a tough draw. Let's be honest. Yeah, it's, it's a tough. tough draw against Brian. Yeah. Uh, number six, King Corbin against number 11, <laughs> Sheamus. I like this matchup, actually. <laughs> this could be the one that has the least votes, though, couldn't it, right? <laughs> I actually like both of them. I have no problem. I, You know, you got to play this one interestingly. The longevity, the experience of Sheamus versus the odd cool moves that Corbin does, even though he's not a man that likes cool moves. He does many cool moves. Um yeah, this is an interesting one. This is also an ESPN2 game, I feel. I think this one's getting hidden away a little bit. Corbin has 600 moves, Joe. Yeah, he, he has them all. Only does four of them. That should like 100% be his gimmick, right? He should have like a like the Dean Malenko-style list of all the moves he could do, and he just every match he chooses out three of them. <laughs> <laughs> that would rule. That's awesome, actually. Yes. Uh, number three seed, The Fiend against Cesaro. Four months ago, The Fiend probably would have been higher and... Probably easily wins this matchup. Now I have no idea. I'm taking upset. 100% taking the upset here. I I feel like people are done with the Fiend thing. I am anyway. But yeah, uh, Cesaro. Do people still care about Cesaro is the real question here, I think. I think there's still that support of... Maybe it's not like care about Cesaro. It's just care about his mistreatment. Yeah. And, and that's why... Yeah, I, I, I like the upset here as well. What's interesting to ponder is if I switched Ali and Cesaro, I think we're talking big time upset. Ali against the Fiend, I feel yeah. that's a live matchup, but I didn't, so <laughs> unnecessary information, really, isn't it? Yeah, upset alert, I think. Uh, number seven, Kofi Kingston against number ten, Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, I think Kofi's probably taking that. I think people are just indifferent to Nakamura at this point. Yeah, I should stress that SmackDown and Raw have very few. I tried to keep like tag team wrestlers off of it, but Kofi was world champ like six months ago, so I felt was he? he should be on. Is that well, true? Apparently, that's what I read online. So apparently he was. So I thought he should be on here. That's why Big E's not on here and, and uh, Woods or whoever. So yeah, I think this seems like a lock. This may be the lock of the SmackDown uh, bracket. Actually, I think I don't think people care anymore about Shinsuke, which is. I mean, that's the result of a whole lot of reasons that we ain't got time to discuss right now. <laughs> I'm looking at the SmackDown bracket, and this does feel... I think Sheamus over Corbin is not quite a lock, but I'm willing to write that in pencil. Uh, okay. but yeah, Kofi over Shinsuke seems like the, the biggest lock looking at this bracket. Bottom of the, the bracket, Goldberg against Elias, 2 versus 15. I have no idea. I... I <laughs> I actually think Elias might take this. Goldberg is everyone is so against him. 
I feel like me and like me and you have this as a lock one way, and I think the audience is gonna have it the opposite way totally. <laughs> I think, but this matchup was just hilarious to me. Just the thought of it was funny. So I don't know if Elias should be higher. I feel like I haven't seen him wrestle in at least twenty five years. So he hasn't I, wrestled in twenty five yeah. years. So I assume you know Goldberg's more active. I think so. Uh, here he is, Goldberg. He's the two seed, Jeremy, because while he did prove to be a matchup problem for the Fiend, <laughs> Roman is the consistent kind of. I think he deserve. I think he deserves the one over Goldberg. Goldberg's only wrestled like two matches in the last year, so you know it's fair. Um, but this is going to be hilarious to see this one coming on the poll. I think <laughs> I really do believe this is going to be an interesting one. Remember, everyone, you're voting for best overall performer, not who you want to see advance. And I'm going to continue to stress this, and no one's going to listen to me. And I think that's why when we're actually breaking down this bracket, we're more talking as, all right, how are people going to vote? And how are they going to vote based on who they like, not on who is actually a better overall performer? But <laughs> yes. try to vote for who you believe the better overall performer yeah, I try. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to preach too much about it because, again, there will be stuff later in this that exposes me somewhat. So, yes, I'll just nod my hand and say, yes, good idea, Jeremy. Good call. I like how the SmackDown logo there is green. Yeah, I mean, look, there's there's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, production wasn't my strong point. It wasn't my emphasis, you know, but, yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to the Raw bracket now. Let's see what we got here. It's blue, so Raw is now the blue brand. I mixed it up. You know, you mix it up. You can do what you can do. You just, just try and keep people interested. That was my fault, right? Uh, the one seed, Brock Lesnar, against the 16 seed, Eric Rowan. This This feels like a complete squash. Yeah, I do wonder if there's a contingent of fans out there, though, that are super into the spider. No, but this was one no, the... <laughs> there's not. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, in that case, it's, it's, this is a lock, actually, right? Yeah. I know that Brock has these detractors, but come on, let's not get carried away here. Talk about Eric Rowan. Let's all calm ourselves down and do the right thing. I feel like our audience might just vote for the wackiest stuff possible, yes. and that's what scares me. <laughs> yes, definitely. Their power might have to be, like, re-looked at here after we get the results <laughs> come in, I think. Definitely. Uh, the eight and nine, Rey Mysterio and Andrade. I think we could just like take who's won the more matchups between these two over the last two months and and figure out the winner because they've wrestled a, at least a best of seven series. I think Ray is currently up one hundred and twenty four to one hundred and fifteen, <laughs> so he'll be flying through in that case. I couldn't split the raw mid card has a lot of guys on like the same level, but I think Ray's above Andrade. I don't know, Jeremy. I mean, who am I to say? But Andrade seems to be in US champ long time. Hmm. I don't know, wrestled an empty arena last week. He's fine. He's fine. Good matchup. Andrade was off television for a month as well, and that probably hurt him a little bit. Randy Orton against Ricochet. Ricochet a month ago probably takes this. Randy Orton now, he's got a lot of momentum. He's another momentum guy. Yeah, I mean, Ricochet's seeding has been dramatically damaged here, right? I mean, he was. I would have had him pretty high, but I think Randy's work as of late has been the total contrast to poor Ricochet's fortune. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think this is a momentum deal. And uh, if nothing else, we don't know what the match will end up being, as we discussed yesterday, but Randy has reminded everyone that, like, yeah, he's super good at this pro wrestling thing. So I think that could play uh, pay dividends in this bracket. Kevin Owens against Buddy Murphy. This is a good matchup. This is going to be which do you value more, kind of in-ring work or promo work? 
yeah, Buddy could be affected by the fact that he's in this weird... Uh, I mean, they're both in the same feud, but it's one thing being the centerpiece as a babyface and just being like the heel's best friend. So that could be a factor, I think. But it's a good matchup, I agree. AJ Styles against Samoa Joe. We can once again do the Ray and Andrade thing and just take a look at their history and see who's won. This was a big matchup. I feel very... This is going to be a tough one for me, Jeremy. I'm going to be honest with you. Looking at this, this is very difficult. I think that there's someone here in this matchup that's more valuable than the other right now as of 2020, but I think people may go with their hearts on this one, Jeremy, and I think that could go to an upset. I'm just going to say that now. I mean, I think right now, AJ... No offense to Samoa Joe, my man can't stay healthy, and yeah. it sucks. Yeah. But yeah, AJ is at least on television most weeks. That Seth... feels like it should be the decider. I agree. Yeah, Seth Rollins against Rusev. This this would have been a huge upset a month ago. I feel like now Rusev is in that Nakamura category where people just don't care. Yeah, I forgot all about him. I'll be honest with you. I don't know where he is. I don't know if I've just missed what he's been doing or he's not been doing anything. I think it's the, the second one. But yeah, I agree. This is a uh, no vote for me. I have no I have no interest. I'm sorry. <laughs> I try my best. I think Seth is fairly seeded. He's on TV every single week. So He is. Yeah, I, I thought that was fair. But it's a weird one. Rusev's had a strange career. Strange few years, especially. Rusev might... This is the one where people are going to stick to, oh, you told us the vote based on performance, and Rusev is obviously the better performer. Yeah. And then, meanwhile, we get stuff like Eric Rowan beating Brock Lesnar, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, when you put it that way, it becomes quite scary, <laughs> but I agree with you. I, I'm easy here, either way, it's fine with me. Alistair Black against Bobby Lashley. I like this matchup. Yeah, I mean, it's a lock, right? Big Bob's taking it home. I would vote for Bobby Lashley, and I'm not yes. even saying that joke. That's why you're very good. That is why you're very good, and our audience will be very bad. And I know this is going to be proven when we come back to these results. But yeah, you're correct. Uh, but we are in a we're on an island here, Jeremy. I'm going to be honest with you. We're 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 going to be a percentage of our own. So this was a fun one. I don't know what Bob is up to, but he seems to be doing well. I had him seeded. Well, fine, decent seed for Bob. Drew McIntyre against Umberto Carrillo. This doesn't feel like it'll be close. No, who cares? That's, that's a nothing match, right? <laughs> you, just, you just pencil it in and you move on. Uh, no Edge. Edge was uh, snubbed yes. here. I'd, that, I want to make this clear that that was not a mistake on my part. My perception was Edge would win this whole thing. And I'd, it felt silly because he hasn't wrestled an actual like match yet. He did the Rumble, right? So I felt it's only fair he still, to me, is on the fringe of his return. He's about to return with the Randy match. When we come back to this in a year, Jeremy, it's a different guy. <laughs> but I just felt, like, where would you seed him? He would win every matchup just because he's edge and he's back and everyone's, like, in love with the edge thing again, which is fine. I'm on board with that. But it just felt like he wasn't a part of the roster yet. You need to have some either bad pay-per-view matches or meaningless TV matches to make the uh, bracket <laughs> You gotta play your conference tournament to, to yeah, get into the right. big dance. You can't just come in a rumble and do a few spears and then all of a sudden you run to the final against <laughs> Daniel Bryan. That's not fair. I would have liked to have seen Edge against Drew McIntyre in the first round. Yeah, that when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Of him, edges like a last minute comes in, steps in. Where's the different number? Great yeah. stuff. Good idea. Good idea. <laughs> that is the the raw side of things. We're gonna move to the NXT bracket, and we've got first round. Hey, at least the coloring is right on this. Uh, first round: Adam Cole against Leo Rush. Yeah, I am gonna be honest. I don't know if I've seen anything Leo Rush has done. I may have missed it all slash skipped it all. Uh, Leo Rush is very talented though, so I don't mean that as a indictment of him. This is a lock, right? Easy. I think I think this is a lock. Yeah, Leo's been off TV for a while. He said in interviews he's not comfortable wrestling with the coronavirus stuff going okay. on, and I think he's really focusing on his music right now. Just he talks more about music than wrestling in all these interviews that he does. So, oh, good for him. Eight nine, oh. Pete Dunn, Matt Riddle. You just got pleasure out of making this matchup, didn't you? This was the right move. Man. This was conceded. <laughs> this was one where I knew exactly. I was like, okay, they're a team. I don't know which one is represented more strongly, so I'll just put them next to each other. This mate, this works for me. I, I, uh, this is going to be close, right? I think it is anyway. I think it's going to be very close. I think Riddle's going to end up taking it, but that's a close matchup. Yeah, definitely. I think you're right. I think Riddle's more beloved among fans at least so yeah keith lee against bobby fish uh, i feel bad for bobby fish so do i keith lee's one of the only guys on the whole nxt side of it i probably would take over bobby fish so yeah this is a tough matchup but you know he's got some nxt's roster by the way is insane like there's guys i left off of this that are super good and i, I put uh, fish and o'reilly on this i know i said the tag teams earlier but I wanted guys that I'd seen enough of. To, I didn't want to be voting for Austin Theory. I've seen like two matches, <laughs> right? Like, so I, I did that. But yeah, this is a tough matchup, definitely. Finn Balor against Angel Garza. It's a good matchup. I Balor's probably taking it, but I don't know. Garza, a lot of momentum as of lately. Maybe the Raw appearances. Garza's the guy who had a good regular season, won his like mid-level tournament, and now... You know, got got some national publicity because of that, and you know maybe make some noise in the tournament here. Finn has definitely got an established fan base. The question is, do they watch NXT? That's really where it comes down to. Jeremy, you know, based they, on the they're numbers, out there. No. <laughs> yeah, they're out there. I just don't know if they're watching the thirty-minute features about him. So I guess we'll find out. Velveteen Dream against Kyle O'Reilly. I'm interested to see how Dream does because. A lot of momentum before his injury and his time off, and now I don't know where he stands. Upset a lot. Oh, okay. Upset. I, I think everyone agrees Kyler Wright is awesome, and I think there's a lot of people that don't think Velveteen Dream's awesome. I think I do. I'm on the side of he is awesome, but there's definitely a contingent against that. So I think upset a lot here. Even though it may be unfair, because Kyler Riley kind of, like in the position he's in, of course he's going to nail it every time, right? He just comes out. He's funny, he does funny faces, he plays the air guitar, he has awesome matches. This is a good gig, but Velveteen Dream's doing all these kind of wacky angles. So I think upset alert, definitely. All right. Johnny Gargano against Kushida. A little surprising Kushida made it. 
I just really like Kushida. I'm going to be honest. I, wanted him <laughs> I don't know what he's... I mean, he's really not been doing a lot on NXT, but he's Kushida. And I think, again, Jeremy, not an upset alert for the general public, but for me, upset alert. I mean, granted, the promo element of this is a little bit of a tough outing, but he's just a great natural baby face. Both of them are, actually. But Kushida's awesome. I'm a big Kushida guy, so I'll be rooting for the upset here, too. I feel like the last time I saw Kushida, he was getting stuffed into a trash can by Undisputed well, yeah. Era. That's not ideal, but, <laughs> you know, I remember it. I think of him differently, I guess. I was, but, yeah, you're probably right. He's probably fortunate to make the cut here, I'd say. <laughs> Roderick Strong against Dominic Dajakovic. Um, this is a close matchup. I think Dajakovic has some online support, but I think the consensus is that Roddy is awesome, and people have really realized that over the last year. Yeah, people need to do the right thing here, right? This is this is not complicated. I understand what you're saying. Dajakovic's cool. Roddy Strong is... That's that's a bad man. When you get him through, just do the right thing. Don't try and make a fool of me here. And uh, it's just, just take the right pick. Bottom of the bracket, Tommaso Ciampa against Damian Priest. This seems pretty clear-cut. Yeah, I mean, Priest should be higher, right? But who cares? He's gonna, he's gonna, if he plays Ciampa or uh, Gargano, he's out. So such is life. We move on. <laughs> I think Priest should be higher than Kushida. I think you, you yeah. seeded Kushida a little high there. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, either way. Is he going to make an impact at the end, Jeremy? We're going to be looking at the end of the bracket going, well, if only Damian Priest got a better seed in from Joe, <laughs> he'd be flying into the finals right now. Uh, no NXT UK, no no Walter, no Jordan Devlin. Oh, come on. We need to rate matches we watch, Jeremy. Come on, let's be fair about this. I did, the, I did what was best for the public, that's all. Walter's been on NXT television. He's feuding with Balor right now. Yeah, but we need like a, at least 10 months of NXT TV to have watched a lot of it because we all watch it at a different pace, right? I don't want to just drop guys in there. Like, Zach Gibson's super cool, right? Listen, not well, everyone's no, watching Zach these Gibson shows. shouldn't make the cut, but I don't God. think it's unfair to say Walter I'm just, should. I'm just showing my knowledge of the UK scene, Jeremy. <laughs> that's all, you know. But yeah, yeah, Walter probably should. But at the end of the day, this is the least interesting part of it. So we'll see what happens. I'm trying to think of any other snubs from the NXT side of things. Dave Mastiff, Jeremy? <laughs> um... <laughs> wild, wild Boar? And yeah. That's somebody, yeah, right? Yeah. That's somebody's yeah, name. <laughs> um, I can't... It's weird because you think NXT has all this talent. And obviously, look, all these guys are, are super talented. But I feel like there should be more names that I... Where's Cameron Grimes in his hat? That's the biggest yeah, snub. I've I've definitely not watched any of those segments. So I just <laughs> selfishly was like, exclude. No, that was just my, that was my opinion on this, you know. But the thing is, NXT has like a core group that's been there now for years. And it feels like they're all advancing, regardless of who I put on the second half of the bracket. So the only one I think could be interesting, obviously the riddle and dumb thing, but Gaza could be an interesting one. But for the most part, like Gargano, Champ, all them guys are going through. So yeah, it seems, it seems like the high seeds are going to sweep this. Um, O'Reilly, yeah. O'Reilly and Dream is a tough call, and I don't really think Dunn and, and Riddle counts as any type. Like an 8-9 is not an upset. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Definitely. All right, we're going to move on. Final final oh, portion, no. final region, the women's oh, no. region. I imagine this is the most controversial. Oh, no, Jeremy, this is very bad. That's oh, why I oh, saved oh. it for last. Yes, this is very, very bad. Please continue. <laughs> Here we go. The graphic on the screen. <laughs> One in 16. Becky Lynch against Ruby Riot. This is probably closer than people think. Becky's taking it, though. 
Yeah, Ruby's awesome, but this is just an awful matchup. Listen, I couldn't put her any higher. Okay, so quick rule here, just to explain. I tried to use women we've seen in, like, longer matches, if that makes any sense. There's already a now, couple I'm, snubs that I'm seeing here. I, I Oh, that sounds bad, because I don't know of them. But <laughs> The Fire and The Desire, for example, God bless them, I don't think they've had a singles match over four minutes long. Okay? I'm going to be honest with you, Jeremy. I don't know if they have. I didn't see it. It felt unfair. I tried to get women we've seen enough of, which is why you see Ruby at 16. I felt bad for that, but she just doesn't win any matches, unfortunately, Jeremy, so I couldn't for any higher. I'm, I'm going to get to the snubs at the end. Oh, this I'm is already bad. seeing them. Alexa oh. Bliss and Lacey Evans. Joe, <laughs> if this goes a certain way, will you continue to do this podcast? No, I won't. And I want to make it clear, I did not do anything shady with this. And when we get to the end of this this side of the bracket, I want you to go through the seeding and tell me I'm wrong. I thought this was fair, Jeremy. I'm trying my best here, okay? Did it end up being a very favorable matchup? Yes, it did. It did end up. <laughs> but that's the way it is. Alexa and Becky's a good second-round matchup. I lose there anyway. So, look, let me just have this. Don't do the right thing by me, okay? Just do the right thing. It took me, it took me at least 25 minutes to put this together. So have some respect. Do the right thing. That's all I've got to say. 512 Bailey and Naomi that's a good matchup that that potential upset I think people have turned on Aunt Pam a little bit oh, I, I'm gonna be honest I know that this goes against my whole bit of like just criticizing every Bailey promo match ever I think her consistency should actually like get her home here I think it should get her through I Naomi's great but like Bailey if nothing else very tried and true hand right very trusted good hand as, as a, a power vassal says so I I think she should get through on consistency. She's not going to get through. She's going to get eaten up in this poll. And I'm sorry about that, Bailey fans. I didn't mean any harm. She's a five seed. That's pretty good, right? I guess, sort of. I feel like Bailey as a as a five seed is fair. I mean, she's yeah. she's been the face of the SmackDown women's division for, I feel like, since it moved to Fox. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, the problem is she's the face of a division that's not, like, a thing. So it's Yeah, look, I'm not saying it's great to be the face of the SmackDown yeah, women's division. Right, yeah. I'm yeah, just saying she's right, been yeah. the face of the SmackDown's <laughs> women's division. I'm with you. You're correct, definitely. Uh, the 413, Shayna Baszler and Carmella. This is 100% upset. <laughs> no one's voting matchup. for Baszler. <laughs> this is a terrible matchup. Um, is, okay, so Baszler is four and Rhea Ripley is three. Is that controversial, Jeremy? I don't think so. I, no, I really don't. Because Shayna beat Bailey at Survivor Series. Rhea won the Survivor Series match. Rhea beat Baszler. This seems fair, right? I'm doing this with some kind of logic here, right? <laughs> so that seems fair. This is a terrible matchup. Uh, but Carmella has a contingent of fans. She don't think Shayna does. So that'll probably get her home, right? I assume. Who cares? I don't know. I think Baszler gets the the lowest percentage of voting of any high wow. seed in this entire tournament. That's my That'll bold be interesting prediction. To follow. That'll be very interesting to follow. Maybe you're right, actually, yeah. Six eleven, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, you explain your reasoning here, Joe. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> This was so bad. And as soon as I did it, I knew I was screwed. But it, I was looking at this objectively. And since she's come back, Sasha Banks has been – she's been like – she's not champ and she still never wins big matches. But I still feel like she's presented as a bigger deal than the rest of the women underneath her. To me, at least. Okay? 
Belair is awesome, but she hasn't won anything yet. She's on. She's in the eleven spot because of the rumble, basically. That's my logic. It's very bad. It's very mean. I know people are going to be very upset with me, but that's where I'm at with this, Jeremy. I'm sorry. Here's the thing with this matchup is I don't think you're wrong in how they are both presented. Like they're they're both presented as like larger than life stars who are the absolute best who make the most money and all this stuff. And they lose all these big matches all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, so one of them's got to lose in the first yeah. round. It's only fair. I'm not as mad at this matchup now that you've explained your reasoning. The thing is, I can't win here because if I have Alexa above Sasha as a seed, I get heat from that. So I I lose either way. I thought I was generous when I was putting it together. I said, okay, we'll put Banks at the six. I'll be modest. And it all backfires, of course it does. <laughs> but I think, I actually think I mean, upset a lot, I would say, but then again, we know it's not happening because of the fans that we voted on this. So, yeah, this is very controversial. I'm very sorry. People are going to get mad about this, but it is what it is. I tried my best. Rhea Ripley against Kyrie Sane. I, I want to, like, see this as a match. I, I'm sure Ripley and Sane have wrestled each other at some point. I don't recall it, though. Yeah, uh, it probably happened in the PC every day, but other than that, it might not have happened. But uh, this could be an upset, right? People love Kyrie Sane. I'm not sure. Uh, I think they love Oscar right now. I I, okay. I do think they like the the fandom has come down on Rhea Ripley because mm-hmm. that's what WWE does is once you win the title, like that's the peak. It's all downhill from there. Um, yeah. But Kyrie, the injury, I think Carter, and I think people are way more supportive of Oscar. And Asuka's the seventh seed against Natalia. This feels like a squash. Yeah, see, Natalia feels way high here, but let's be fair about it. She just is on TV all the time, and she wins a, a decent amount, right? Like, she submitted Asuka in a, ma- a real match not that long ago. It was crazy. Wild times. So, yeah, that's why... And Kyrie saying, by the way, is so low because she seems to now have just become fodder for what Asuka's doing. So... This is a lock, this match, I would say. Asuka's going to go super far, let's be honest about this. It looks likely. But um, then again, the next round matchup could be tough. Charlotte Flair against Nikki Cross at the, the bottom of the bracket. Charlotte's probably taking this. That Charlotte Asuka second round looks good. Yeah, I mean, if we get there, Jeremy, because I'm not so sure. You know, I'm, you know me. Oh, you uh, think Nikki Cross has the support here? I, I don't know about that, but the Charlotte thing is so weird because... On star power alone and like physical presence and big match resume, she should probably like win the win this region. But there is just a chance that people are like, "Man, I'm bored with it." And Nikki Cross is very funny, so I'm not saying I'm voting for Nikki Cross, but I'm definitely voting for Nikki Cross. Okay, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right then, um, snubs on this one. So, oh no, <laughs> look. WWE has a lot of, of fantastic women, as evident by this bracket. It's tough to say any of these women got snubbed. Ruby Riot and look, the the women who I'm going to mention are going to be a 16 seed. They're losing to Becky in the first round anyway. It's basically just which one do you want to throw? Who's going to be the the Orlando Magic going up against the Bucks? Is, is basically what this is. Who, who's yeah, getting yeah. who's getting those home those those extra playoff games, but yeah. not actually doing anything? Uh, Liv Morgan and Lana are the two names I will throw in there because they have been on television. They have been wrestling. Like Ruby Riot just came back and she like just did the elimination chamber 
like Liv Morgan and Lana were in. Remember, they were in a storyline, Joe. I don't know if you know. Yeah, this. but if I didn't watch it, then it doesn't count, right? So <laughs> they it didn't were, to me. They were in a storyline, Joe. A storyline that main evented multiple segments. True, true. But the thing is, that breaks my rule because what is the longest Liv Morgan singles match? <laughs> and is it longer than six minutes? Because if so. I made an error, perhaps, but outside of that, I mean, I don't know, because sometimes what happens is, and I don't want to make this into a political debate about female wrestling, but sometimes, like, with how they do TV, they'll do, like, four-minute matches, and you all you have to do in a four-minute match is two cool moves, and I'm going to see gifts of you on my timeline for the rest of the week, right? <laughs> Put the belt on her, you know? It happens all the time. Mandy Rose has got a cool knee. She could go to the final of, the, of this bracket here, Jeremy. That's how people get excited about these things. So I wanted to keep it to things we know about. Ruby Wright, we've seen her have longer matches i think uh so that's why she made the 60 but as you say it's just falling to becky right becky who's your pick like overall just looking at it from the outside looking in who's going to come out of the woman's region here it'll probably be becky um the the second round matchup assuming it's alexa that's a tough one the rest of the bracket seems fairly good for, if she can get by the second round she's definitely in the finals oh yeah because that other area there is not so strong yeah <laughs> yeah but so the, the bottom of the bracket i mean you got sasha you have oscar and you have charlotte and that, that's going to be a bloodbath between those and even bianca like the winner of the sasha bianca oh. thing isn't isn't guaranteed like that that's a bloodbath the, the bottom half of this i'm going to receive so many violent dms about this oh, no, this is such a bad <laughs> idea as soon as i saw sasha bianca i was like oh no i've lost this is bad but i didn't change it my process was true throughout it was fair and i'm sticking to the results jeremy that's what i'm doing i'm sticking to them again if you're angry at this bracket yell at joe he he put yes. it all together i had nothing to do with this <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah we will we're gonna put the first poll up today by the time everyone listens to this it'll probably already be up it'll be on joe we're gonna do it on your timeline we'll, we'll give you okay. we'll give you some boost here well that's very we'll, nice it'll be on the the fightful timeline everyone anyone else who retweets it well, that would be appreciated the more votes on this the better we're gonna run the polls for each region throughout the weekend and we will discuss the first round and preview the the second round on tuesday i think that's the plan Yes, and we could be very mad. If things don't go plan, <laughs> now that there's some matchups, me and you, I don't think we care, right? We're happy to let that one. Have fun, guys. Enjoy yourselves. You know, send Baron Corbin through. It's fun. But there are some matchups. We are, we'd outline them. Don't do me wrong on those, okay? Do the right thing. Know what I would like to see happen and, and follow through with that, please. We we discussed this. We'll, we'll take everyone behind the scenes here because I didn't <laughs> mention this at, at the top, and now I feel like we shouldn't do this. But... We discussed essentially a voting committee where the fans, the poll results is one vote, you're one vote, and I'm one vote. And because I didn't mention it at the top, now I feel, and we've gone through the bracket, now I feel like we can't do this. I think, to be honest, it's better if we just let them vote and then we'll we'll debate and discuss it, right? That seems fine because the problem is I have a feeling we would reach a consensus very quick on most of these. And there's a lot of wild people out there on wrestling Twitter, man. They're going to have fun with it. So we'll let them uh, control things this year. Next year, though, they have no votes whatsoever. Can we make that agreement? <laughs> Next year, we're getting licensed judges uh, yeah. for, for this. To... Yeah. Next year, we're going to actually try to have them fight in the middle of the PC to decide the actual winner. Well, I mean, the way things are going, <laughs> our 
our trajectory is like we could be there, right? We could be doing a, one of those official WWE podcasts where they shoot about the business. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Corey Graves does a really good one. He talks about all of the insider stuff. It's awesome, man. Really pulls the curtain back, Jeremy. It really does. <laughs> oh, the sarcasm completely dripping <laughs> from that. Hey, his interview with King Corbin was good, but he's good. No, I've I've never listened to. It. I have no problem. I just love the headlines that come out. Yeah, that's all I like. You know, like like the idea that he's doing this kind of like outlaw thing. I'm just going to talk about what I think, man. But, yeah, <laughs> sure, whatever. <laughs> Everyone, uh, vote on the tournament. Again, we'll be back. We'll, we will be back Monday not and Thursday, but also Tuesday and next Friday. Yeah. Uh, we, we're doing hopefully four shows a week, maybe more if during the weekend Joe decides that Hey, let's live stream a show. You've never done that before. You've never messaged me. No, I wouldn't do that to you, would I? No, never. Never would I just say to you when you're like, it's like one o'clock in the morning where you're at, hey man, want to do a live stream on that? I have no power over this. I just ask for it to happen. It happened though, so it worked out, I guess. Uh, So it's possible we do something on the weekend. But for right now, four days a week. Monday, we will be joined, hopefully, plans change, by by Ricky Starks. He will be on the show. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, his NWA career. We're going to talk about him wrestling a broom because that was awesome. And we're going to talk about – Joe, I don't know if you know this. Ricky was a big E-fetter growing up. I did not know this. He, no. he liked to go on the message boards and, and do like the, the role-playing gimmick and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we'll, we'll dive into that with Ricky. Ricky's a, he's a cool dude. So we'll talk with him about all that stuff. Our typical Thursday shows, that is at 7 p.m. Eastern every Thursday. These daily shows are going to be sort of sporadic times. So if you're checking the website Monday, Tuesday for a specific time, it might not be there at that time it's going to be early afternoon on on most of these i'm thinking like one two three area for for most of these shows so if you check around four the show will be up we appreciate everybody for tuning in listening at these times again vote on these polls follow joe on twitter at joel holbert five you can follow me on twitter at jeremy lambert 88 fightful.com all wrestling mma boxing needs fightful select get exclusive news extra audio, early access to these amazing WrestleMania features that Joe is totally working on when we're not <laughs> recording these podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've got like like 15 Drew McIntyre conclusions. Just got to pick the right one. I mean, that's all I've got to do. Just pick the right one. Got to somehow slide in the no fans in the building thing, and I'll be fine. It'll be you, should do a, you should do like a choose your adventure column. I don't know how yeah. you pull this off, but... Not all. You're going to have to tell me that. <laughs> That's your idea, man. I don't know. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, it's like, oh, if WrestleMania happens in the PC, click here. Yeah. If WrestleMania gets delayed, <laughs> click here. Like that, that's how. That's how you do this. Yeah. Reaction. If none of this ever happens, click the actually <laughs> yeah. good one. But yeah, I agree with you. Good idea. All right, everybody. We'll be back on Monday. Thanks, everybody, for for tuning in. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.